Hello, I'm Dr. Jesse L. Grice, founder and uh, senior pastor of Truvine Baptist Church. It's my heart as we welcome you. I welcome you, and I praise God uh, that you will get something from it and bless your life. And in Jesus' name, we love you. He will. He will take care of us. He has done it in the past. He is doing it in the present. And he will do it in the future. He will take care of his people. We give God praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, pray with me for a moment. Our Father and our God, how we love you, how we praise you, O God. For thou art the King of glory. Thou art my soon coming King. You are Lord of lords and King of kings. Bless you, O God, we pray. Touch now this thy service. Touch now this your servant. Oh, God, think with my mind and speak with my mouth that which you want to say to these thy people and bless them in Jesus' name. Father, touch now. Help us all, O oh God, to remember the words of John the Baptist. We must decrease and you must increase in our lives. We bless you, we praise you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, and all said, amen. Amen. Praise God. How we give God praise this Palm Sunday and beginning of this week, as some may call it the Holy Week. But as long as you are in Jesus, every week is holy. Amen. Amen. I'm not a traditionalist. I'm kind of quasi-traditionalist. I'll just talk about Jesus. That's it. This morning, we want to talk about John and what John has shared with us in chapter 12, verse 12 through 19. John 12, the gospel of John, chapter 12, verse 12 through 19. If you turn to that, let me know that you had John chapter 12, verse 12. You will say amen. amen. Sounds like y'all not sure or are you guessing. Amen. John 12, 12 through 19. John writes in verse 12, The next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Then Jesus, when he had found the young donkey, sat on it, as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's coat. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things were written about him and that they had done these things to him. Therefore, the people who were with him when he called Lazarus out of the of his tomb, and raised him from the dead, bore witness. For this reason, the people also met him because they heard that he had done this sign. 19, the Pharisees therefore said among themselves, you see that you are all accomplishing nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. You may take your seats. In the presence of the Lord. Palm Sunday. Topic today is triumphant is the king 
of glory. Triumphant is the king of glory. As we get going, we'll be speaking about, look, the world has gone after him because, one, he is the promised Messiah. Two, because he is the worker of miracles. And three, because he is the hope to the multitude. Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday was the Sunday before Jesus was crucified. And with great power and glory, as he enters Jerusalem for the last time, the prophetic word spoken by Zechariah, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. I wonder today would we actually have those kinds of comments if we knew for certain that the Lord is coming. Either you're not following me or I'm not speaking clearly. One day he will come riding on a cloud. One day he's going to come and there won't be any announcements on television, CNN, and all those other media outlets. He's coming. The Bible declares that his coming is imminent. That means he can come during this worship service. Are you waiting for him? Are you looking for him? He's coming on the clouds of glory and he's coming. Why? He's coming to take his people back home. As a matter of fact, let me rephrase it. He's coming to take his people home. You may have a house, but this ain't home if you're a child of the king. Palm Sunday. The Israelites were hoping for a king who would oust Romans rule, Rome's rule and rulers. They were hoping for a kingly Messiah who would set up his kingdom of peace in the land of Israel. One week from the day that Jesus rode triumphal into Jerusalem amongst the shouts of praise from a wild, enthusiastic multitude, he would be crucified on Golgotha's hill called Calvary. And his enemies thought they had him. But I can imagine on the day that he ascended into heaven, they probably said to themselves, uh-oh. The day John penned these words, Zechariah's prophecy was being fulfilled. It was a day of great praise and enthusiasm, but sadly, the people had little spiritual perception. That reminds me of the day of the, our culture. Now, we got little spiritual perception. We, we got a, 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 a kind of layer of religiosity, but we really don't know Jesus. There's something about that name, as the song would say, about that name, Jesus. There's something about Jesus being your Savior and your Lord. I'm not worried about him being somebody else's Lord and Savior. I'm just concerned about him being my Lord and Savior. Now, I want to praise him. I want to worship him just like it. Sometimes we get down. Sometimes we don't feel like it. Can I get an amen? But I tell you one thing. Begin, you begin to think about Jesus. Something happens to you on the inside. The Spirit of God begins to raise up praise in your mind, and you begin to speak it, and you begin to praise him as you go through whatever you're going through. Y'all look like you don't hear what I'm saying. They were unaware Jesus came presenting himself as a Messiah, not as a political deliverer. That's what they thought. Here comes the king of glory, says the announcement. Here comes your king. 
Great multitude of people. That's one of those numbers that one of the, when you say multitude, you can't hardly count them. And they're all shouting like he's a rock star. Jesus is better than a rock star. Much better than a rock star. He's better than anything. You see, my friends, is it not the same with us today? The Lord Jesus has promised that he's coming, but the church of God, the people of God, seem to continue to do what they continue to do. And we don't have no sense of waiting for the Lord of glory to come. We began to keep doing what we're doing. That's all right in a way. But is your mind stayed on the Lord? Is your mind stayed on him who's able to deliver you? Is your mind stayed on him who will give you hope and a future? Is your mind stayed on the Lord Jesus? You see, we're not engaged in prayer. I'm not talking lay me down my soul to keep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. No, I'm talking about lay on your face and begin to call on the name of the Lord. Begin to call on his name. Go ahead and tell him all about you. The Bible says to call me and I'll answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Anybody want to call him today? You see, when we get rid of our pride and begin to call on the Lord and say, Lord, you are God. I am thy servant. Teach me, talk to me, let me lead and let me go the way you want me to go. Is it not the same today? Are those who celebrate the resurrection of Christ, do they truly believe in him? I wonder about the church culture today. We come and that's beautiful. We're online, and that's beautiful for church. But do you individually really have that relationship with God in spite of the high gas prices, in spite of the backup of foodstuffs, in spite of all the building material? Everything is blocked up somewhere in a harbor, and we are fretting about it. The Bible said don't fret. Don't be agitated. I know we get a little shaky, but don't be agitated. Just call on the Lord. Lord, I know you're working out some kind of way. I don't think that we have that in us. We, 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 we know that the king of glory in the scripture, that he's coming. But today, he's already here. The Lord is here by his spirit in this place. Then you hear the band sing. Come into this place, Lord. Fill this place. I, I bet you most of y'all didn't praise the Lord. They'll come on into the service today. Just fill this place. By your answer, I, I must be right. If you want things to happen in the worship service, anticipate what God wants to do. Begin, Lord, I anticipate you blessing us. I anticipate you blessing somebody. I anticipate that you save somebody. I'm anticipating that somebody's going to come to Jesus. Lord, I anticipate that your spirit's going to come and we're going to praise him. Wow, I believe God, I'll just dance like David danced because you're so awesome. We just come looking to be entertained. Well, it's kind of entertainment. But I'm not trying to entertain you. I'm telling you what God would have us to be. I wonder that if anybody here who's a guest may not be saved, look at us looking all sad. Do they want to be here with us? They must rather be at the Cowboys game. Come on, y'all talk to me. Even the Steelers, amen. 
I know, I know we're all watching on TV now, amen. Cowboys and everybody else, they're on TV. They're just watching TV like us, amen. Y'all know this is my team, so don't be talking about them. I have not, not many will celebrate the king who brings salvation to all. Think about it sometimes, church. Sometime even at your darkest moment, even at your moments on high, you ought to begin to think about that one day I was lost and God stopped and said, come on in and I want to save you. These people, we're going to talk about this big, big, big multitude. Spiritual perception or awareness is not for those of this generation who deny Jesus. There are plenty of people who go to church but there's no Jesus in them. Plenty of people come to worship, but I don't know what they're worshiping if you don't know Jesus or if you're not seeking Jesus. The king of glory, friends. Why? It's because they are not looking nor have a desire for the king who has come. I know that we titled this message that the, 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 the triumph, let me, let me find it again. I don't, I don't want to misread it. And then y'all will be sending me stuff on TikTok that I missed it. True, triumphant is the king of glory. He came triumphant. He came as he should have come. I know they expected a, 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 a commander on a big old white horse, which detailed that there's a conqueror. But Jesus came riding the lowly donkey's coat. He's the king of peace. But they missed it. Oh, next time. Next time. One week from the day, the Lord will be crucified. And we'll talk about that. My friends, some, not all, sought Jesus in that day when he came triumphantly in Jerusalem. For the last time. Some, not all, sought Jesus or sought after Jesus. Why? Because he is the promised Messiah. Scripture testifies that Jesus is Israel's long-awaited Messiah. He is the Christ of God. He is the anointed one and deliverer. John 20, 31 says, but these are written that you might, that many may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you will have life in his name. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I know many people today are going from here to there and everywhere and, and talking to um, palm readers and all this kind of stuff, trying to, trying to get to heaven. I've got some bad news for them. It's not going to happen. Go back to the scripture. The next day, we know as Palm Sunday, a great multitude that had come to the feast. And when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out and to meet him and cried out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Then Jesus, when he had found the young donkey, sat on it, and it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, which means Jerusalem. Fear not, Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's coat. My friends, the Lord is here today. The Lord has already come. 
As a matter of fact, he's about to come back and take his church. Are you ready? I ask this out. Are y'all ready in the middle? Oh, God knows your heart. Are you ready? Now, how about y'all over here to my right? Are you ready? Now, how about the whole church? Are y'all ready? So if you begin to come back, don't say be like those foolish virgins with the, trying to get some oil for that lamp. You got in the oil, let me use some of your oil. No, you better go to Walmart and get your oil. My friends, at the triumphant king of glory enters the city, the wild and enthusiastic crowd took branches and palm trees. You can just imagine what it was like. And they went to greet Jesus. And the palm branches they waved were symbols of victory, but they didn't have victory in their hearts. Their hope was that Jesus was going to bring the victory by ousting the Roman government and the rulers that they had. But Jesus came to do something totally different. Two. Because he's a worker of miracles, therefore the people who were with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead, they bore witness. Oftentimes we get wrapped up in our minds when God does something exciting that we want to use it as a pretext to have something that we can count on. But listen, you got to count on your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is by faith. The Bible declares that he knows what's in man. People will try to pump you up even today. Folks try to pump somebody else up. That ain't your business. Stay in your lane. Leave folk alone. Tend your own business. That's why stuff getting tired up in the church because we in everybody's business but our own. Hush your mouth and start praying. If I offended you, God bless you and have a nice day. John said in 2, 23, 25, of what Jesus was talking about. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover during the feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs, which he did. Signs were the miracles. But Jesus did not commit himself to him. You can read it for yourself. He did not commit himself because he was doing that. He was doing it for the glory of the Father, that he may get the Father's will done on the earth while he was here in person. Because Jesus did not commit himself to them because he knew all men. You know, that's an interesting statement. You know, we try to fool God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I tried it a couple times. It didn't work out for me. We try to fool God as if God don't know. Do you not know he's omniscient? Do you not he don't forget anything? He knows all things. We have the audacity and unmitigated goal to try to fool God. Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to get better at the thing, go on, and you know what happened? No, uh-uh. I'm glad I'm not God. Woo! There wouldn't be nobody left, amen. <laughs> the last verse says, And had no need that anyone should testify a man, for he knew what was in man. That's a sobering statement. God knows our hearts. He knows the darkest recesses of the hidden places of our heart. You see, you can fool me anytime, but you can't fool God no time. He always knows. I don't blame y'all. Give God a hand praise. Amen. You see, many of the people who had followed Jesus because of the signs, the miracles, and wonders he performed, most recently the resurrection of Lazarus. I, I can imagine if he did that today. Boy, we would be a mess, wouldn't we? 
You see, he raised him from the dead. So it is with some of us today. Many come to receive a blessing, but rather than being a blessing. I don't think y'all got that. Many come to receive a blessing. That's not wrong as a a total thing, but what about giving a blessing? You see, some follow Jesus because of the signs and wonders done in the lives of others. Some follow Jesus because it seemed like a good idea at the time. Some follow Jesus but not close enough, but but, uh, following up at a distance, supposing that he is the Savior. I don't suppose he's my Savior. He is my Savior. He is my Lord. He is my soon-coming King. He is my Deliverer. He is my help where there is no help. He is my hope. He is all of that and more. Why do you follow Jesus? Why do you follow him? Lastly, because of the message of hope, people come because of the message of hope to the multitude. The Pharisees said in verse 19, therefore said, uh, said among themselves, you see that you are accomplishing nothing talking to about their, their, their cohorts. Look, they're probably looking at the multitude of people as, as they grew even bigger and louder. Look, the world is going after him. Oh, I would be excited if the church go after him. I will be excited that everybody knows Christ as Lord, no matter your stature, that we'll be after Jesus. I, I would be excited if the, if the house of God will be filled with worshipers of God every time the door opens. Why? Because he's triumphant and coming into our lives. Listen to me. Their greatest fear, talking about the, the religious elite, Their greatest fear was that Jesus would replace them and take away their land and the temple. But the common people were looking for hope, looking for a way out of their circumstances. They looked for a better day. Thank God Almighty that Jesus was and is their hope and he's our hope too. He gave hope to many, to Martha and Mary. And he declared that he is the resurrection and the life. He gives hope to millions because of his death, burial, resurrection, and his ascension into heaven. He gives hope to the hopeless and eternal life to the lost. He gives hope to you right now that you have an opportunity to come to know Jesus. He gives hope to us that are going through some difficult circumstances. He gives us hope because he is the hope of the world. He gives us hope because he's Lord God and he's mighty. He gives us hope because hope is in him. Can't you hear that old song? My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Can I get a witness? Triumphant is the king of glory. No, the world has gone after him, decried the Pharisees. The question remains, have you gone after Jesus for the forgiveness of your sin, for the foolishness in your life, for your distraction from the gospel of Christ? Have you began to chase after the Lord? Have you done it? Have you gone after Jesus? Because he is the resurrection and the life. I hear Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through me. 
That's what Jesus says. Jesus is hope to all who are hopeless. Jesus is a deliverer to all who desire deliverance. Jesus is Savior to all who need a Savior. If you need a Savior today, all you have to do is come and say, Lord, come in my life. All you got to do is confess your sins. He'll come into your life. All you got to do is humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he will lift you up. Can I get a witness? Thank you, Lord. Are you seeking Jesus this morning? He seeks you. He seeks you. The Lord says from Luke 19, 10, for the Son of Man, Son of Man is what Jesus used for himself. For the Son of Man has come. Not only is coming, he has come to seek, which means to search out diligently. The Lord is searching even right now in this audience. He's searching right now in those audience that's online with us. A heart that will be open to him. What about your heart? Is it open to the Lord? Or this is just a facade that you came to get your praise on? The Bible declares that for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is, was lost. Come. Come. Invite the King of glory into your life for salvation today. For the King has already come. He's already seeking you. He, always, he already knows where you are. He knows what chair you're in. He knows where you're sitting right now. He knows if you're standing up or laying down. He knows all about us. We don't have to tell God all of these things. We just say, Lord, I'm sinning, and I want to be saved by your mercy and your grace. Lord, I don't have the right way to go, but I know you got the way because you said you are the way. I just want to be with you as we sang this morning. I just want to be with you in the name of Jesus. If God is what you're seeking this morning, he's already here, and all you got to do is get up out of your seat Get on your feet and begin to walk toward the Lord. He'll do it even right now. Whatever your need is, he'll work it out in the name of Jesus. Whatever you need, he will fix it. If you need prayer to own your family and friends, he'll work it out. If you need a new job, he'll work it out. If you need to pray for your enemies, come on and let's pray for them right now. Jesus will work it out in his name. Are you seeking the Lord this man? Are you looking for him in your life? He has come to seek. Thank you so much for your attendance and your support of the podcast. We do hope to see you again or hear you again or even talk to me again. And we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you.